Good morning, my name's Reverend Mark Wade. I'm the hub leader in the west of Wigan. Today we are thinking about the theme, New Starts, Old Habits. And we begin our time together by reading Genesis chapter 9. God blessed Noah and his sons and said, Have many children so that your descendants will live all over the earth. All animals, birds and fish will live in fear of you. They are all placed under your power. Now you can eat them as well as green plants. I give them all to you for food. The one thing you must not eat is meat with blood still in it. I forbid this because the life is in the blood. If anyone takes human life, he will be punished. I will punish with death any animal that takes a human life. Human beings were made like God, so whoever murders one of them will be killed by someone else. You must have children so that your descendants will live all over the earth. God said to Noah and his sons, I am now making my covenant with you and your descendants and with all living beings, all birds and all animals, everything that comes out of the boat with you. With these words, I make my covenant with you. I promise that never again will all living beings be destroyed by a flood. Never again will a flood destroy the earth as a sign of this everlasting covenant which I am making with you and with all living beings. I am putting my bow in the clouds. It will be a sign of my covenant with the world. Whenever I I cover the sky with clouds and the rainbow appears, I will remember my promise to you and to all the animals that a flood will never again destroy all living beings. When the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember that everlasting covenant between me and all living beings on earth. That is the sign of the promise which I am making to all living beings. The sons of Noah who went out of the boat were Shem, Ham and Jephthah. Ham was the father of a Canaan. These three sons of Noah were the ancestors of all the people on earth. Noah, who was a farmer, was the first man to plant a vineyard. After he drank some of the wine, he became drunk, took off his clothes and lay naked in his tent. When Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked, he went out and told his two brothers. Then Shen and Japheth took a robe and held it behind them on their shoulders. They walked backward into the tent and covered their father, keeping their faces turned away so not to see him naked. When Noah Noah sobered up and learned what his youngest son had done to him, he said, A curse on Canaan. He will be a slave to his brothers. Give praise to the Lord, the God of Shem. Canaan will be a slave to Shem. May God cause Jephthah to increase. May his descendants live with the people of Shem. Canaan will be the slave of Jephthah. And after the flood, Noah lived 350 years and died at the age of 950. New starts, old habits. Sunday school, primary school, RE lessons always finish the story of Noah with that beautiful picture of the rainbow, the promise of hope. 
Noah and his family were the chosen ones and all was well and they all held hands and never was there a crossword spoken again after seeing the flood and looking at the rainbow. However, we rarely teach on chapter 9. Noah and his sons and a fresh start. They were chosen by God, a covenant. However, what happens? More lies, deceit, drunkenness, even some nakedness and shame. This is really important part of the narrative, the story of Noah. But we forget, we don't teach it. Noah was given a fresh start to begin again, but within months old habits had come back. There were disagreements and betrayal as family, damaged relationships, a damaged covenant with God. Trust was broken. Brokenness came rather than healing. Our series through Lent is looking at the wilderness and I want you to place yourself in Noah's shoes. He'd been invited by God to this fresh start. He created the ark. He saw animals and his family gather. He saw the dove of peace that brought hope and then the promise of the rainbow. Seeing and living through this uh, would change your life. You would never turn back. You would use this new start to be different, to be life-changing. Any brokenness would be restored. However, However, it's hard to change. It's hard to overcome the darkness of the world. Why does this happen? Why did his sons do what they did? Why would curses come upon Canaan? So many questions we could unpack. However, one question for us to learn from in 2021, in this season of Lent. What has God given you in the last year? What opportunities has he given you? What opportunities as a as a church has he given? He has given us the opportunity to start afresh. These last 12 months have been challenging and felt like the wilderness, bringing isolation, homeschooling to seeing the same people in the house and living online in a box on a screen. However, one of our assistants, Warden, said this nine months ago to me. God is in this. He's asking us to reboot and look at what we are doing. We can't go back, but go forward. I've had this message as we move on to this next season as church. I believe the message of Noah is so powerful for each one of us. We've been given a fresh start, maybe a fresh start of that relationship, of that family, of that friendship. It's also a challenge and an invitation as his church. What is he asking us to be doing? Is he asking us not to go back to old ways, but to be led into a new way? What does this mean? Does this mean we're going to shut all of our buildings and replace all of our leaders? No, it means embracing the opportunities we have, not to go back to old habits and old ways because that is what we have always done, but to embrace and to ask God, what are you asking us 
What do you want us to be doing? Pete Gregory recently said, 2021 is the biggest opportunity for the church. But to embrace this opportunity, we need to ensure that we are united and a fruitful church, ready to welcome, ready to forgive, ready to be different, ready to learn from each other. Most importantly, be God-led, not people-led. Why did Noah and his family fall? They forgot God's promise. They were not ready to be transformed and different. 2021 could be a year of being in the wilderness and full of disappointment, even feeling like we are naked. Or this could be a year of a fresh start where brokenness, hurt, betrayal is left in 2020. And we are led by God and his promise to us. We have love. And we celebrate in the hope and promise of rainbows in this past year in our windows. But we have a bigger promise to look towards. The cross of Jesus where that brokenness was taken. And a promise of new life is given. With this promise and invitation, let us leave those destructive and hurtful habits in the past. Let's join together in Lent to ask forgiveness and move into this new season, united and in hope of seeing God's kingdom grow in the established and in the new. When we do this, we shall see Liverpool's diocese vision lived out daily. A bigger church making a bigger difference. More people knowing Jesus and more justice in the world. Amen. As we reflect on that passage, what that means to us, we're going to take some time to pray. As I said in the reflection, that invitation that we are God led. So shall we pray together? God, we thank you. We thank you that you walk alongside us in our brokenness, in our failures that you live in us, you restore us, you reshape us, you are with us. Whatever we are holding today, whatever brokenness, hurt or betrayal we hold this day, we bring to you. We thank you that you are in all that we do. Refresh us, renew us, as we look forward with you. All that is on our heart this day, we lift them to you. Shall we gather our prayers together in the Lord's Prayer? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as in heaven, give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. The kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. God bless. Take care.